You're listening to the Sales Game Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas, and I'm joined by my co-host, Emily Applegard. All right. So today we are going to talk about how video games inspire our mindset on sales today. So I've played quite an array of games, uh, former Call of Duty professional. But honestly, when I think of sales, albeit sometimes I take a, a quick Call of Duty approach to it, usually when I'm you know, making calls or something like that, when I really get like intense to start going and rev up. But more often than not, I'm, I'm thinking in like a strategic, like a Skyrim type or Fallout type video game where I have multiple stats and I, you know, you can only get good at certain things because you only have so much time to build your character. And if you focus on something like strength, then you naturally give up speed, right? Like you can't have a certain perfect character. So you have to focus on like being the best archetype that you are. And that's the sales mindset I take from video games is, all right, I am not going to be perfect at everything. But I am going to be one really good cold caller or one really good creative writer, you know, what, whatever the archetype may be, or maybe I'm just a closer, whatever it may be, just focus on like being the best that you can and then still looking at the areas that you're the weakest in and making sure that you're not too weak in that area because you don't want to then over leverage and only be able to do one part of the sales process. And just like in the video game, it would be like, you don't want to be so fast and have, you know, good sword skill. But then when someone touches you, you just keel to the ground and you're over. You need to at least put a couple of your experience points into strength. So a lot of similar concepts in my sales mindset and building my archetype. But Emily, with that said, I mean, do you have a, a similar video game type experience or completely different one? You know, so I do play games. My favorite games, they're really, really simple. I don't like the like the Fallout games. I can't focus on it, you know? Or what's the one where you're like, it's like a maze and you have to find the button and hit it and then you can get into the next portal. Portal. I'm not down for portal. <laughs> Um, I just, I don't have the attention span for it, but I'm good at like uh, Pac-Man or the really old arcade games. Like my favorite game is Joust. And I can totally see the parallels in what I gamify and what I don't gamify in my sales. Um, what I gamify is definitely like, yeah, can I overcome this mental battle where I don't want to do another sales call? I don't want to play another round of Pac-Man. I just lost, but I do it. It's, it's a little bit addicting. Because what's the next call going to be? What's the next round going to be? And can I gamify that, uh, you know, my mindset so that I keep going and going and going and going. But in order to do that, I need to see some kind of progress being made. Um, I don't know for you at what point you give up on games like Pac-Man, like the really simple ones. But typically where I give up is if I can't do a little bit better than I did on like the last round. Uh, if that happens to me like five times in a row, I'm done. I just turn it off. I'm angry. I walk away. And so I need to constantly improve or it's really discouraging for me. So those are the games that I gravitate towards. But I will say my husband, 
super into like NBA 2K and all of those sports games. And I love those games because I'm watching him like create these leagues and you can see the players like spinning around in a circle and you can see the wingspan and you can see all of their stats. Like to me, salesperson mindset, those are KPIs. Those are all KPIs about my reps. The league manager is the sales manager. And it's so interesting watching that because I think if we look at our day, the way we look at NBA 2K, we're thinking, okay, we've got a budget to spend on a team. How are we going to spend that budget to maximize our performance in all of these different areas? That's fascinating to me. Right. And I think for me, it's always fascinated me to see people play these games that are fun, that are, you know, for all intents and purposes, fun, but they don't pay the bills for them and they spend too much time on it. Like a a kid will be really engaged while they're playing that game. They know a ton of math, they're tracking stats, they're talking socially to multiple people, maybe strangers sometimes. And then you give them a real world math problem and they, they shrivel up and they get uncomfortable and you're like, Oh, interesting. Like you were just doing what I would figure to be higher level math on that video game with no problem earlier in front of strangers. Like that's really interesting to me. So it's like, man, how can we get that mindset of I'm playing a game and translate it to something that actually would pay them at the end of the day. Right. It's probably the the easiest or the first thing to focus on with that considered, right? That's where the transaction starts in any business. So even if your business has no sales people, you still start with the sales process and then, you know, the rest of the business goes through. So it's important to make sure that that's gamified and that people are enjoying it instead of not enjoying it. Because that's the difference between six hours of focus and... 10 minutes have shriveled up and that made me uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, David, for those of you listening, CTO, also the founder of Gamify, you know, genius. He's been in the industry for 30 years. He's, he's built custom solutions for fortune 500s. Amazing. Anyway, I was on a call with him the other day, describing the vision of what we do. And I think a question came up about like casinos or something. And David was like, yeah, you know, it is interesting. The psychology in casinos, it's flashy. It gets you to want to come and play. It kind of keeps you hooked. But what is the casino doing for the end consumer? Are they benefiting? Is their life becoming better? You know, there's a lot of tools out there to suck people in and get them engaged. But what is the, the fruits of it? And so what we strive to do um, here or anything that David's built, actually, he has like a code of ethics that he has to follow because, you know, just like in Terminator, like, you know, there's a lot of things we can do with technology, but what's actually ethical at the end of the day? And so what we're trying to do here is build something. Yes, it draws you in. It gets you hooked to help you be more successful for your greater good yeah yes and while you're at work there's a misconception i think in gaming or gamification in general does this mean that when i go home at the end of the day that i'm going to be thinking about work or be addicted to work um can we not 
get people more engaged in good things outside of work too? Isn't that going to get them more, their, their cup filled so they come back the next day more engaged, more excited? I think gamification and connecting it to like casinos or video games, it's really interesting, but we have to remember like the ethics behind what we're doing and are we driving people to something better? Yeah. Like why are they spending so much time and resources, you know, on that attraction and attention and retention if they're just going to take money from people at the end of the day? But I like where you're going with that because me and my lady recently gamified some things outside of our workflow because we usually try and, you know, like I said, gamify like, you know, productivity and stuff like that. But now we're, we're using it for going to the gym and working out and then letting ourselves, you know, go buy clothes or buy some item that we want. And simply having that incentive and reward attached to it makes the difference between just saying like, I want to work out three times a week, right? It's like, there's no secondary reason. If you don't, then you just feel bad for not doing it. And if you do it, it's like, ah, you did what you said you were going to do. It's like, that's not impressive, right? But now if you're working towards three in a row and we have some longer term incentive, you know, now there's some reason to, to actually keep pushing and have something in the top of your head while you're doing it. Well, that's what I love about Peloton. I know Peloton has a bad yeah. rap, you know, like I, I understand that it's an expensive bike, but you know, I'm pretty frugal and I got one because I know how I'm motivated. I know that what I've always done hasn't been working for me in that area of my life. And so I needed to do something to motivate me a little bit more. And those leaderboards and and kind of racing against your best or other people, maybe it can go a long way in gamifying things that could change your life. I can't think of a better thing to gamify. Right. Your job is the one thing that is the best thing to gamify at the end of the day. And then the rest of your life could also be gamified. You know, there's, there's benefits to the gamification in a lot of different areas. And I think most, most jobs, most, you know, businesses are built to help people. Right. Anyways, like at least on the, the face value is like, they're, they're trying to help people get somewhere. So if you're gamifying that process, you know, hope maybe we're we're more connected long term and not so disconnected as a civilization. If more people than less people had incentives to help others, but right now there's not too many incentives to help people. There's actually a lot of risk. You go out and say, "Hey, I, I want to help you," and they go, mm, "Do you think I'm bad at this?" And then, and then now you have a a, a bad one relationship, and a, and there was no reward for that. <laughs> That's a really interesting concept. Like, how can we incentivize people to serve others or help other people? I want to put a pin in that. I feel like that should be a topic of discussion because we're seeing a huge impact of gamification and work. Gamification, literally playing video games. People are addicted. They're playing till four in the morning. Um, Some people make a living off of playing video games. Could we not change the way life is for lots of people through incentivizing them to do good. It's a really interesting topic. Right. Like we don't have to take away the video game, like free fun, no backend incentive game, but can we take what works there and and add it to the work and how we work with people? 
Is there anything else before we, we wrap the conversation around taking video game inspirations to a sales mindset? Oh man, just now I want to play Joust. So <laughs> That's awesome. Well, with that said, everyone, thank you for listening to episode number three of the Sales Game Podcast. Looking forward to talking to you guys next week.